In our first reading, we, we see something very important, really. It lays the foundation of the Old Testament idea of the Messiah that would come to fulfillment in the coming of, of Jesus. The Israelites at this time did not have a form of government that we would quali- qualify or classify as monarchical. They didn't have a king. They had a, a single leader, but the single leader was a kind of a, maybe you, you might call him a kind of a primitive monarch in a certain sense. They were called judges, um, almost kind of like a, an Indian chief, so to speak. That's kind of how, how their tribes were led. And in this case, it was Samuel. So the people were not happy with this form of government, though. And they, they were not happy with it not primarily. It's not because it wasn't working, but because it wasn't like the other nations around them. Okay, So they looked outside of their own giftings, what God had given to them, and they said, oh, I, we want to be like those guys. Okay, uh, they, they wanted to be like the pagans, essentially. And they wanted to have a king, a real king, you know, those, the king that's got a standing army and, and all of that kind of good stuff. Because how the military worked at this time for them was basically just every, every Israelite was a soldier. And so when the, when the, when the chief said, let's get together and fight, they're going to go and fight. I mean, in a certain sense, it just probably wasn't as efficient as, as the other, as having a king and a standing army and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the problem, though, is that when human beings become kings, they can be tempted to abuse that power, and that's what's being portrayed here. Um, he says, you know, okay, so you're going to appoint a king for yourself, and this guy's going to get, he's going to take the best of everything, and he's going to essentially reduce you guys and your rights and your freedoms and, and reduce you guys to slaves. Uh, and that's why there is a kind of a wisdom in, in our own in our own constitution in the United States, because what we do is we, we kind of take the power that would have normally been invested in a single person, we we break it up, so there's a kind of a system of checks and balances. Um, so, but in, but in any event, that, and that's that, that actually the American system is a result of generations of reflection upon actually biblical ideas and uh, and also ideas coming from Greek uh, Greece and Rome. Um, but in any event, this is this is the, the problem: is that the human. Now, there's a modicum, though. There's a little bit of truth. There's a little bit of legitimacy to the Israelites' desire for a king. What they need is a human leader that they can look to, that they can see with their eyes, and uh, because they're human beings, and they can they need that. Um, at the same time, though, in that other form of government under the judges, uh, God was really their king. Okay, so Samuel and the other judges, they governed in such a way that God was central. He was the central lawgiver and, and leader and, and king. Well, it's difficult for us to have that form of government with just a theocracy, having God be the, be the leader, because... Well, we can't see God, and uh, you know He's He's outside of our of our five senses, and so uh, we need this human leader. So, do you see the you see the conundrum, and how the perfect solution to this conundrum is that God Himself would become a human being to be the King? Okay, so this is this is where Jesus comes in. This is where the idea of the Messiah comes in. Is that they they want a human king. Okay, and that's, there's a certain way that that's legitimate. Okay, but at the same time, 
human kings are going to be um, heir to uh, temptations of abuse. And so really only God, who's perfect, can really fulfill that role uh, as king. Well, so what's the solution? That God himself would actually become a man, and he would become that human king that we long for, that our hearts desire. And that's Jesus Christ. That's, that's the Messiah. So Jesus then ultimately comes about to fulfill both God's desires and the human being's desires. Okay, so God, God takes into account our own desires, our own legitimate desires. Um, so we look to Jesus as the perfect solution to this, this kind of problem that we have of leadership. But he's got to be our leader. Now that we've got him, he's got to be our leader. He's got to be our leader. We can't look to the other nations, so to speak. Okay, meaning we can't look to foreign, non-Christian, secular ways of saying, well, this is how things should be done, and if it's not done like this, and this is, this is the height of wisdom. No, we have giftings as Christians. We've been given so much. We need to appreciate uh, what we've been given, and especially we need to appreciate the, the perfect solution to this divine human dilemma, and that is Jesus Christ.